doing this weekend? Good. Uh, happy to be here as always. You know, Toronto's great energy. That's a highlight. There's no doubt. You know, I like them all. I'm kind of agnostic on, um, you know, every track type, et cetera. But there's no doubt Toronto's got an atmosphere and a vibe to it. So we're all excited to be here and hopefully we can have a good solid weekend. We're looking at rain possibly tomorrow and maybe yeah. Sunday. Hard to say, you know, it's like mid-Ohio. It looked yeah. like it was going to rain every day, and then it didn't. So, you know, let's see what, what it brings. We're going to be ready for whatever. Um, yeah, if it rains, we'll deal with it. If not, then we'll be ready for that too. Okay. With the crosswalks and the breaking zones, if it rains, it's going to be definitely slippery. Do you have any spotters, and how heavily do you rely on them for that? Yeah, you do have spotters. Don't really rely on them much on road and street courses. We were just having this discussion, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, most people don't even run them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think they'll they'll come into, you know, play too much. But um, it's a good point about the paint. You know, the, there's new paint that we've not had before in the break zone of turn one, places like that. So that, that will play into, you know, track grip and trying to understand how to navigate that with rain. Do you personally have any spotters for this race or no? I don't think I'm going to run anyone here, no. No. If we go back to 2017, your first championship, you started a great run with your win here. Yeah. The one at Middle Ohio two weeks later. How you can build with that to uh, to end the season on the high note? Yeah, I mean, it can, you know, great things can happen at any point. You just got to be ready for them. Um, for us, we're trying to, you know, trying to definitely regain some good form. Um, we're going to need to be consistent to end this year if we want to have a chance in the championship. There's no doubt. You know, we got to be better than the first half. And uh, I think Toronto can be a, a strong event for us. I really do. So we've, we're very much focused on this weekend. Let's, let's try and get the most out of here, and then we'll move on to the next. And, you know, it's, it's weekend by weekend. They're all going to matter. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take good finishes all the way throughout to, to be in the championship, like I said. And, and I feel positive that we can be good here. I was challenging the last month and a half since the 500. I think it's a, ju a good challenge to finally check that, but uh, yeah. you liked it? Yeah, it was amazing. You know, it's, it's so long ago now. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, you know, something at the end of the year, something we can look back on and be really proud of. And I think everybody, you know, is going to enjoy that achievement as they should. But we're so in the moment of now, and how do we make the most of this championship? So that's, that's where my focus is. And you had a few, a few wins here. And the fact that you win, uh, the track did change a bit. How uh, do you look at it? For, uh, the, does it matter, the, the success, or it changed too much? Um, I think for, it's mostly similar, you know, is the way I look at this track the last couple years. It, it feels not crazy different than, than years past. Obviously, there's, it has gone through some changes, mostly the final complex, but it still feels like Toronto to me. It's the same challenges that we've always dealt with, you know, multiple surfaces that are, you know, ever-changing through each corner. And so you're trying to deal with different grip levels, entry, middle, and exit. And, and, and that's the tough part about how do you drive that, how do you set the car up. So, um, yeah, I think the past success does help because you kind of understand the philosophy of what works well here and, and what worked in the past still, you know, applies a lot today. Thank you. Cool. Because being the Indy 500 winner, does it make, I mean, like, does that make you more popular when you go places, especially like here, uh, where it's, you know, international? Yeah, I think, I, I think I've think i noticed that for sure. You know, people um, are aware of that race, you know, so okay. so you yeah. definitely, you, you hear about it a lot more. Um, that's definitely been noticeable. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thanks. 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 This group, and this yep. is it. All right, and then you're how are we doing? Yeah. And then okay. you can go do the very important meeting you have in five minutes. Perfect. <laughs> so, how does it feel to be out there, way out there in front with the points? Great. Yeah. I like it. We'll try and keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and keep it there. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's um, 
it's always great when you're leading, but uh, obviously if you have a big uh, points lead, it, it feels even uh, better. But um, yeah, not thinking too much about that because it's super early and the same way that we've been able to um, get really like three wins in a row, somebody else can do it. Um, so yeah, we'll try and focus on ourselves uh, this weekend and the next couple. Supposed to be rain uh, tomorrow, most yeah. tomorrow and Sunday. What do you think of the rain out here? It's never good when it's a street course and there's rain. Um, I mean, never good because it's it's for sure going to be a crazy qualifying and a crazy race. But um, yeah, it is what it is, right? Nothing we can do. Uh, so it's the same for everybody. So it's all right. Could be worse. Going back to your point standing, would you rather be an up, a dominating champion in a series like IndyCar or perhaps run in the middle of a pack in a different series? Uh, I would love to dominate uh, on a series that uh, it's so close. Um, honestly, I don't believe, I hope it stays like that, but I, it's hard to believe that we're going to maintain such a big lead until the end of the season. I hope it does, and I'll do everything I can, but... Uh, IndyCar stuff, and, and I don't think it's going to be easy to do that. Sure. What, uh, what you like the most uh, coming here? It's a, it's a, a quite your uh, weekend this year than last year, I think. Uh, yeah. You like it more. Oh, yeah, I prefer. Last year was maybe a bit too busy uh, off track, not on track, but off track. Um, we were talking about uh, everything that was going on as I said, off track, and this year we're talking about everything that we're doing on track and the good things. So, um, yeah, a lot easier. Glad that's over. Uh, I'm glad that we can focus solely on uh, the racetrack. What's your mindset for the next few weeks? Uh, you're 110 points, uh, the leader in the championship. What's your mindset for the next few weeks? To, to stay right and not to be too aggressive? Or what's your mindset? No, try and be as aggressive as we can and try and score more wins if we can. That's the best way to uh, get more points and to uh, keep the championship lead is to get more wins. So that's how we're going to drive. Um, it makes wouldn't make any sense to try and uh, be conservative now on points with uh, eight race weekends to go. Um, so, yeah, we'll try and uh, work uh, and continue the season as we've been doing so far, and I think it's going to work out for us. That's the part of the track that you find the most difficult uh, coming here for... I would say it's pretty tough, uh, all track. Um, it's very bumpy, it's very tight. I would say turn 9 to 11, now it's been repaved, but we don't really know how it's going to be. Uh, we saw a lot of manholes that are still making that part very bumpy, so we'll see. Thank you. Uh, we saw the NASCAR boys run in the rain, and uh, oddly some people acted like that's never been done before, but I mean, you've done it quite a yeah. bit. Uh, what is the kind of the secret of that uh, in an Indy car? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we do quite a lot. Well, honestly, it's been long now since in IndyCar we had a wet race, but uh, yeah, every time there's wet and we're not on an oval, we race hard and it's normally uh, exciting races and exciting practices. So uh, it's tough in IndyCar because of um, as all the cars, but uh, I would say that the margin of error is uh, almost not existing uh, when it's on wet conditions and especially on a bumpy track like this so uh, hopefully the rain doesn't affect too much what happens on track but uh, yeah it's always fun when there's some wet running. And people always try and find an offline and try and go around the regular groove. Can you 
even do that here with the very all the different pavement? Not really. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, let's see with the new uh, pavement zones because we never know what that's gonna how that's gonna affect. But yeah, I mean, there's no much. Like the corners are so tight that there's only one way that you can make it. So uh, on a normal road course, you could make different lines. On a street course, I think that's gonna be very tough. With a lot of um, sidewalks in the braking zones right yeah. now, if it does rain and gets slippery, do you have spotters and do you rely on them? Uh, we have one spotter for the race, uh, normally in turn one, um, basically for the start and uh, for overtaking spots. But yeah, you rely on them. But uh, with the with the pedestrian crossings, it's going to be tough because there's uh, new paints. Um, which are beautiful, but they are not good for us, obviously, and especially if it's wet. So, yeah, I don't know how it's going to be. Normally when it's wet and it's as painted as it's turn one now, uh, it's pretty bad. So, yeah. And have you taken a look at the other series uh, practice sessions this morning? There's obviously yes. a few red flags. Do you use those when you're preparing? Yeah, you, you kind of look, uh, especially to see if there are some changes on the tracks. We did the track walk, but then when you see cars on track, you can see if they are super bumpy or they are running really much faster than last year's but uh yeah always keeping an eye on the other series is there any drivers that are really worried about catching you in what's up is there any driver in specific that you're worried about catching you in yeah course? everybody 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 that is behind i'm worried <laughs> so uh yeah honestly i would say um yeah my teammates obviously because they have the same team as i do and that's scary um Joseph is always there and all the Penske drivers so I don't think you can rule out anybody in any car okay. awesome. Thanks, thank you have a good weekend good to see you so I saw you were out there in heated discussion with Max Pappen yeah I'm in trouble huh? <laughs> no nah. you're learning some tricks or? nah I mean Max is a, a friend of mine so we just had a chat about everything really oh. so um Obviously, he gave him a penalty last uh, last week, so I was upset with him about that. Oh, nah, okay. Nah, joking aside. <laughs> I just wanted to have a chat with him. You know, we talked every now and then, so nothing, nothing too serious. Oh, okay. I was going to say, he's not raced here in a while, so he couldn't give you too many good points. No, nah, exactly. Track. He's getting old, isn't he? So. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that word. <laughs> I'll never put that in my mouth. Uh, so what do you think of the forecast for this weekend? It looks like we're going to have a bit of rain tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah, I mean... That's what they said for Mid-Ohio as well, and it turned out it didn't really come much rain, so I guess we'll see, but uh, I'll mix things up. I wouldn't mind that. You know, it could be fun. Uh, with that said, though, this place is, is hard enough in the dry, so, you know, uh, but yeah, let's see. Do you have a favorite plate, a favorite corner here? Or favorite? Uh, I don't know. I, I like the sort of uh, 8 through nine, uh, eight through 11 section, you know, around the pits there. It's a... Uh, quite an interesting section and quite high speed for being a street force so uh, but I, I do enjoy this track just the, the bumps and different surfaces and patches and it's just a hard track because it's so many different grip levels and so many tricks to it that you need to figure out and that challenge I feel I really enjoy that I have a question um, what's the, the thing you like, like the most about Canada coming here racing here I, I know you have been racing in Montreal and yeah. Formula One. What do you like the most going outside of the U.S. to race? This uh, no, but I, I enjoy the city. You know, it's a great city for for food and and just you know walking around. It's really cool. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of things to do. So uh, and then you know I'm a huge hockey fan, so I always enjoy the history with the, with the hockey and you know here with the Maple Leafs. And I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame here uh, a couple of years ago when we came here. So. 
I, I do enjoy that. It's the, the next few weeks are very important. Every week is important, but the, the next stretch, how you see it, uh, to get really good results to go to the end of the season. The yeah, it's, it's it's really busy now with races, but I think, you know, for me, I've tried this year to just focus on every weekend and just try and maximize every race every weekend and not think too much about the championship. Just try and maximize, yeah, every weekend. And that's the sort of mindset I have now going going forward as well. And uh, what was the most difficult thing after the 500? Uh, uh, the next few weeks after, the week after, uh, how long was it before you changed mind about what happened and everything? Uh, I still still don't want don't to think about it too much. Uh, no, but it's, you know, I, I gave it my everything and I'm proud of that. And I don't think I could have done much different. So I, I sort of take comfort in that but then of course I'm always going to be disappointed with that ending and how it ended I think that was uh, yeah tough to swallow but uh, it's history now uh, he's trying to uh, try and win it next year instead thank you thank you it's in your second you. right yeah good good to welcome the no. <laughs> so how's it going it's wonderful how are you i'm good i'm good what are you thinking of the weekend in the rain uh well i would think that would be interesting uh, i wouldn't mind a little bit of rain i think that'll mix things up um i mean same old toronto bumpy uh tight what do you slippery think? what do you think of pit lane is it same old same old or I guess they made us all fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word, made. <laughs> yeah. Um, be okay. Push. It'll be it'll be tight. I guarantee you that. So what do you think about if they moved pit lane? If we did that double pit lane like we did in Detroit, would you think that would work here? I just don't think we'd have if we have enough space. Okay. Like we would have to do it somewhere completely different because yeah. Detroit was I mean, fat. It's massive. And here. I don't think, yeah, we don't have space to to do it. How do you feel about the crosswalks and the braking zones if it rains? Oh. extra slippery. Yeah, but by then you should have the car stopped fairly, or just because the braking does come quite a bit earlier than than what it is in the dry. So like, it'll probably be, it'd be closer to the zone where you're kind of like getting off of it. I mean, it's not, it's not gonna help. But if at least it's not like dead center where you're hitting the brakes. If it was that, that'd be horrible. Following last year's um, support series, there's a few people in the wall and blind corners and blind turns and creating pileups and already having a few red flags in this morning's sessions and other series. Do you have any spotters? And if so, how hard do you rely on them? I do have a spotter. You rely on them in some way, not so much. You kind of rely on yourself more, just because it's very fast-paced. And sometimes you can't always just expect the spotter to say something because if the radio for some reason is like cutting out or whatever, you're on your own, boy. So, yeah, I mean, it's it'll surprise you, I guess, if you don't know. Where would your spotter be? Uh, I'm assuming he will be on the exit of pit lane, um, which, which actually, I don't know if you change it. Maybe. You mean because maybe turn eight. Yeah. 
big ball can you exit when you exit when you exit pit lane guys that are on track will see you super easy and then you'll be able to see them and you're you're out of the way you're not like coming onto on on, on like on track traffic so it really isn't like the worst place for guys on track and exiting pit lane i'd probably i'd probably say the the worst blind spot would be like coming into pit lane if there's someone like across you don't see them until you're right at apex and chances of you going into them are like pretty much all of them especially the super tight corners if you don't go into pit lane exactly straight through that really tight yeah. area and people coming in and out that could be difficult yeah so for a start obviously turn one but i think the most helpful place to have a spotter will, i'd probably guess it to be like eight and nine <laughs> maybe three there is a blue light there now so if it works if it does its job we shouldn't need a spotter there where's your favorite spot what's my favorite spot Probably like turn 10, 11. I miss the old. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hi listeners, we wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. 10 and 11. Yeah, but still there. It's fun. <laughs> Favorite part about Toronto in general? Um, and then the Toronto Whether it's about the race, the track. Lovely or... women. <laughs> yes. Thank you. How are you doing today? Good. Took a look at your uh, pit spot out there, and uh, you got that tricky spot, huh? Yeah, well, it's a lot better than last year. Um, last year they had the wall angled out terribly. Um, mm -hmm. They push it back about three feet, so it is a lot better. Um, I don't think it should be too much of an issue. And uh, there's a prediction of rain for tomorrow and yeah. Sunday. So have we ever run this in the rain? You probably have never we, run in the rain. I never have. We have run this race in the wet. Right. Um, qualified in the wet here in 2018. I was not an Indy car at that time. Uh, I was an Indy light. So I, I don't I don't know that I've ever run here in the wet. Maybe in 2014, you know, 50,000. Maybe I've done, I think I've done some wet qualifying, some practices. Um, but yeah, this place is struggled in, in the wet. You see all these big concrete patches that just turn to ice on the inside of the track. Um, and it, it, all the street courses are much harder in the wet than, than anything else. And, and this one's probably one of the hardest ones. So um, it will be challenging. I'm open, to, I'm open to the idea. We don't get a lot of wet running in IndyCar. Um, so it's, it's a little fun when we get to do it. 
with that saying, we don't get a lot of what running. How, I wonder if we're going to have enough tires, rain tires, if we need to we, use them. I mean, depends. We should be fine. Um, obviously, you haven't allotted them out for the weekend, um, and it's up to you to decide what's most important to, mm-hmm. to do with them. Um, but, yeah, we should be all right. Okay. Okay. Speaking about all the cars on track and obviously being a street course, narrow roads, we have like crosswalks right in the braking zone. So if it rains, you kind of skid across. What do you expect, especially seeing from some of the red flag practice sessions this morning, other series of like, how do you prepare for that? Do you have spotters? Is that something that's helpful? How hard do you rely on them? I don't have spotters. I know some people do that. I don't do it. Um, I only have spotters on, on the ovals. Um, but it is it is a tricky one. Uh, 27 cars, let alone the red flags, like just to get a clean lap. This this track really needs to be like a mile and a half longer to, to have 27 cars on it efficiently in practice. Um, so yeah, we'll probably have, I think they did the calculation. So I think you're going to see if we're all out there at once, I think it's a car every like 300 feet. So it's, um, yeah, obviously that'll never happen. Not all the cars will be on at once, but it is going to be tricky um, regardless. Um, switching lanes a little bit, oh. pun intended. Um, I know a lot of people ask you a lot of questions all the time about your strategists and all the changes. Being on strategist number three for the season, how has that affected your racing? Do you think it's made it better? Obviously, that's the goal, right? But yeah. you know, is that difficult to manage? No, yeah, no, it has not made it better. Um, the best, the best thing would have been to do it in the off season, make the initial switch. Um, that way you have a full off-season to prepare. Um, and I think that's where there's kind of a mistake. Um, and they know that too. Um, but they've been very cooperative in trying to get the form back to what it was before. Um, and just had a good race with Rob, who is the third one. Um, and I have confidence in, in him and what he's able to do. He's done it for a long time. Did it at Schmidt before, did it in Treddy now. Um, so he's he seems like he's been been on it been fine um but we'll have to wait and see so you're happy with robert at the moment I yeah mean, okay mm-hmm. no complaints okay yes you shouldn't be yeah. i mean you should be happy yes stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the hammer down racing report your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammer Down Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.